Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Monday of the first week of Advent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion approached him and appealed to him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, suffering dreadfully. He said to him, I will come and cure him. The centurion said in reply, Lord, I am not worthy to have you enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I too am a person subject to authority, with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come here, and he comes. And to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Amen, I say to you, and no one in Israel have I found such faith. I say to you, many will come from the east and the west and will recline with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the banquet in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, one of the things that you'll find during Advent is we bounce around all over the different Gospels. And uh, the Gospels, for the most part, what they're doing for us is focusing upon an aspect of Jesus' life, his divinity, his ministry, his character, uh, his person. Uh, It it gives us a, a variety of dimensions to look at that in our preparation for both the first and the second coming, that what we're doing is basically getting to know again the one with whom we want to have a relationship, getting to know Jesus, getting to know his power, getting to know his ways. And so we begin today with the healing of the centurion servant, a beautiful, beautiful story out of Matthew's gospel. And so he's come back into uh, into uh, Capernaum after traveling around and doing a number of things in ministry, and in entering into Capernaum, um, he is approached almost immediately by a centurion. A centurion is a Roman soldier. He's Gentile. He's not a Jew, and uh, he is one that you would not expect to approach Jesus asking for something. You'd expect him to approach Jesus to order him around because, of course, the Romans feel that they are superior. But again, here's this this very, very powerful centurion. He is basically the officer over a hundred soldiers. That's a, that's a, a big component. And yet, this leader, this this Roman officer, in coming to Jesus, comes, approaches him, and appeals to him. He's coming humbly before the Lord. What a beautiful, beautiful uh, thing to, to witness is this powerful Roman soldier being humble before the Lord, doing so because he is aware that Jesus has within him divine grace, divine power. And uh, he, he basically is asking for something not for himself, 
but for his servant. This also reveals something about this man because most of the time, servants are treated as property, not persons. But there is this centurion taking care of his servant, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed. Come and cure him. Oftentimes, a Roman like that, in having uh, a servant that is no longer able to serve, would either uh, cast him off and allow him just to go away and die, or uh, find ways to just, uh, you know, put him off to the side where, uh, where they live. But he's wanting him to be healed. He says, uh, Jesus, in fact, volunteers to come to his house. And the centurion at this point says something that we say at every Mass. <clears throat> Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word. And here it's my servant will be healed. We say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. In other words, we again are taking the place of the centurion before the Lord, appealing to him for grace, appealing to him for the, the healing of our soul. And we do so knowing that we are unworthy for him to even come. It is a proper placement of us in humility before, before the Lord. And then he goes on, the, the centurion goes on to say something really beautiful and insightful. Uh, to him, a man subject to authority. So he knows that Jesus is a part of something greater and higher, just as he is. He is a part of the Roman government. And so all of his authority, all of uh, the power that he wields over people comes as a delegation from the Roman government, particularly from Caesar. And he says, I can say to, uh, to someone, go, and he goes, to another, come here, and he comes, and to a slave, do this, and he does it. And he's basically saying, I know that you are the same way in terms of the divine power, the divine grace that dwells within. There is a power that has been given to you, and that power then is at your disposal, and you can wield that power as you desire. And so uh, this centurion uh, was basically saying, you know, I, I have complete faith that you're going to do what is right and good in this situation. I just am going to trust you with it because that's the way that my soldiers and servants are with me. They just have to trust and obey whatever I say. So here we are. Lord, I'm not worthy but only say the word, and I know my servant will be healed. Jesus, of course, said to the people around, I've never seen any faith like this in Israel. And how beautiful it is that this major expression of faith comes from one that is outside of the old covenant. He is not a Jew, but he sees in Jesus a power, an authority, and a divinity that he appeals to and humbles himself before. And what's neat is that Jesus also uses this to tell about what will happen in the future. There will be a time when 
There were many coming from the east and the west and will recline with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In other words, this covenant is going to expand beyond the Jews. This covenant is going to be for all people. And this this, uh, Roman centurion is indicative of what will happen in the days, months, and years to come. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, I think, again, during Advent, one of the things that we can do in our self-examination is look at areas of our life where our soul does need to be healed, maybe healed of memories, healed of wounds, healed of a number of things. Maybe a relationship needs to be healed. And this is where, again, as we take our needs to the Lord in prayer, our petitions, as we take our burdens and lay them before him, that we too can say, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word. Only say the word. It's, it's, it's your call, Lord. I'm leaving it to you on how I am to find myself proceeding in this situation. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.